Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth, where we shine the light on some things that maybe you hadn't thought about, or sometimes we just don't really take time to think about certain things in our life. And so I just kind of take it on as my job to point them out, <laughs> as if you don't have enough to think about already, and uh, maybe broaden the perspective a little bit and and see how... Uh, how you see the world a little differently. So today we're going to be talking about change. Do you love it? Do you fear it? Do you thrive on it? Some people will avoid change at all costs. And uh, so today we're just going to talk a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, this was uh, kind of brought up today in my meditation. Most most days the uh, the topic comes to me in my meditation, in my morning meditation. And and uh, usually I get it about two minutes before the show comes on, <laughs> so loads of warning. And, uh, yeah, I really just kind of hand it over to spirit, the universe, God, whatever you would like to call it. And um, and I find that every morning it's just it pops in my head right before the show, and, and then we just talk about it. And so <clears throat> today I was sort of inspired because I found that in my meditation I, I, uh, I'm getting ready for some big changes in my life, and in my meditation, I found that I was kind of dealing with some uh, some a little bit of anxiety over these changes, and uh, and so I'm trying to get some answers and trying to figure out what is it about change that can sometimes do this to us, right? That can provide this different feeling, this this bit of anxiety or fear or excitement or whatever it might be, and uh, and so I thought, well, why don't we just do the show on it? So if you all would like to contribute to the show and give me some of your thoughts and opinions, that would be fabulous. You just, If you're on the phone, you just hit one to talk to the host. And if you'd like to call in, it's 347-677-1443. And, uh, and if you're listening on the archives, which is most, I would say probably 98% of our listens are via archives, um, you know, go ahead and and message me here on Blog Talk or Facebook. The the links, you know, follow me on Blog Talk and follow me on Facebook are right there on the Truth Light page. So I'd love to hear from you. You know, I love hearing back from you guys. So anyway, we're going to just kind of jump right in. For me, and I'll just kind of go into my story and what created this as we're going along today, I have, <laughs> I have this uh, tendency in life to not really see limitations. <laughs> and so I have a little bit of a challenge with this third dimensional world because I really clearly am from someplace else. <laughs> and so sometimes this world baffles me just a little bit and I spread myself a little thin and I take on what people would say was too much, but I see no limitations. And it always, just about always works out. It always works out one way or another, but, um, you know, so... I've taken on yet another project, <clears throat> and uh, and so now it's a matter of making all of the projects work. You know, so I've got mystical truth, which is uh, the teachings that I do and some of the private, uh, more intensive sessions, that kind of thing, and it, which is actually now we're working on uh, creating a nonprofit with that, so that we can do a lot more work with it and reach a lot more people. And uh, then I also am helping Jessica with her center and working there um, pretty much full-time and and then some down in Sedona, which is an hour commute. So that's Sacred Light of Sedona in Sedona is is where we're putting all of our time and energy. 
And then right next to Sacred Light of Sedona is another office. And so we've taken over, well, I've taken over the secondary office, um, which means we have the whole building. And so I've created this new business that's uh, a candy bouquet business. They're very elegant, very upscale, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a neat creative outlet for me. Um, and and so in all my spare time, I just thought I'd start another business. And uh, and so in between, there is a, a not only an hour commute, a 45-minute commute, but, you know, you don't think about uh, when you come from Florida, altitude is an issue. <clears throat> and so not only do I travel 45 minutes each way, which isn't that big a deal, but it's, the, it's up and down 3,000 feet each time I go. And so I go all the way up a mountain and all the way down a mountain. Um, when I go down into Sedona, I go down the mountain. When I come home, I come back up. And it's really putting a lot of wear and tear on me. And uh, it does a lot to your body when you do that. And so I also have two houses uh, that I that I rent that I'm responsible for, uh, just for uh, some sanctuary and then from logistic points. And And so now I've got three different places that I'm responsible for with rents, and I've got two businesses I'm responsible for and another business that I'm I'm helping Jessica with and and it's fabulous because there's all this growth and all this blossoming and and it's just amazing but I did find this morning I I've made a decision that I need to go down the mountain and stay in Sedona for a little bit even though I love I'm I'm coming to coming to you from Flagstaff Arizona which is where I come to you from every day and I absolutely love the forest I live in the forest with all the fairies very fairy energy here and uh, and it's just heaven to me. Every day when I come home from Sedona, I'm in heaven. You know, I'm thanking my guides. I'm thanking the angels. I'm thanking everybody who ever suggested I move here. And uh, I'm just in love with where I live. <clears throat> well, really, logistically speaking, I need to just stay in Sedona at the, uh, at the new office. There's a, a little living space there. And uh, so I need to stay there and really focus on on building all three of these businesses, you know, and uh, and so I just need to stay down there for a couple of months. And I found that, you know, we made this decision, my kids and I, and, and they're going to watch the houses for me and everything's going to be fine. But I found this morning I woke up and I had so much anxiety. Oh, my goodness. I just, so I go into my meditation. I'm like, what is this all about, you know? And and so my I can feel my angels kind of laughing at me, you know, and they're like, you know, most people will avoid change at all costs. <laughs> Me, I just go, oh, there's change. Okay, let's add some more and some more and some more and some more. And then suddenly I go, I don't know why I'm so overwhelmed and anxious. <laughs> and so I really wanted to kind of, you know, as I'm talking with them, uh, as I do every morning, and I, I suggest everybody else does the same. It's very good for your being to talk to your angels every morning before you start your day. And uh, and so I'm talking to them, I'm, what is the What's going on? Why do, you know, because I find really when I look at it, people either just leap into change or they just fly away from it as fast as they can. Very few people just take it as it comes or pursue the change knowing that that's how you get into the new situations that are going to help you grow and thrive and and that kind of thing. It's very rare to find people who are okay with change. And so... Um, even the people who jump into it aren't necessarily okay with change. And so we'll kind of talk about that today. But I encourage you all to to take a look and see where you are with this uh, situation and what does it bring about for you. 
So for me, I'm typically pretty okay with change. I flow pretty well with it. But what happens is I tend not to think about um, taking on too much change all at once. And then I get in the middle of it, and it's kind of like, oh, crap, what was I thinking? You know, here I am now, and, and you know, I'm in the middle of things. I, You know, for me, the way that I handle things, I've got to keep on going. And so I, I keep on going, but there's a lot of anxiety sometimes when I just put that one last lump of change in there. And, uh, and so we have a caller already. Yay! So area code 360, we're going to go ahead and pull you over and just please tell us your name and then let us know why you're, why you're joining us. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, my name's Lori. Hi, Lori. And I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> A lot of it going on, huh? Mm-hmm. So and how do you handle my it? main problem, well, I call you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really a lifesaver, you know, like a life preserver. I call in and talk to you guys. Well, and then I have to practice what you guys tell me or what I learn from reading because right. I, I study a lot. and um, But I, I don't have any choice in the matter anymore because my health is terrible. Ah, that'll so do So I it. have to um, figure things out, you know, right. and I just came to some major breakthroughs. And one of the major problems is finding the right people to trust because if you keep trusting the wrong people, you keep starting at square one. Exactly. Very good point. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good point. I, and um, how do I, you deal with that? How do you deal with the deception? Like I just learned I was codependent. I had a major breakthrough, you know. Um, but, uh, oh, shoot, what was I talking about now? See, that's another thing with stress. You start losing your capacity to think clearly. Right. right. And then if you're being abused by people because you're codependent and you're not aware of it, you know, your your energy is being sapped by all these suckers and vampires and, so, you know, you think you're the wrong one, you know. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're when you're looking at all these changes that you need to make, and I, so the first part is identifying them, right? You've got to identify, well, what is it that yeah, I even need to change? The, that's the first step because you right. waste so much time being confused. Right. And that's what right. causes the anxiety is the confusion. And who can I trust? And and um, I want to enjoy myself, but i got to do this work. But I love what I do, so that's cool. And my kids are doing this, and that's cool, so I can trust that. Now, what is it that I'm not, what is it that I'm not seeing clearly? Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really taking time, I I find personally taking time every morning is a big deal. It just is. And I take a little oh. time every night before I go to bed. And I know sometimes finding that time is a little difficult, but even uh-huh. five or ten minutes. Five or ten minutes makes all the difference in the world. And just, uh, you know, relaxing your mind a little bit. And, uh, you know, Wayne Dyer has um, has a meditation that, that really helped me kind of get through that that mind chatter phase. Yeah, I like him. getting in the gap. <clears throat> and uh, I want to get in the gap, but I don't have time. <laughs> well, you know, you can do it in ten minutes. You know, that's the thing is. You oh can, yeah. Well, I want to stay in know? the gap. You know, I don't want to. I don't right. want to come out of that gap. 
Well, that doesn't I'd really work either. Stay there and meditate <laughs> for like ten hours, and you know, well, get the information yeah. I need and be successful. You know, like I could probably do that if I had the time. If I went, kept, if I went to got ripped off by this one person, that major, you know, felony robbery. I mean, mm-hmm. drastic, huge things happened to me. It's like, what the, you know, WT okay, so, thing. So yeah. clearly, clearly, uh-huh. there's some change that that you need to and that you're desiring to make. So Mm -hmm. for you right now, it sounds like you're just in that identifying, how do I make these changes? I just identified it today. I just identified it. I mean, I've been trying to make a breakthrough for a long time, and then I had the health problems. My son took off. I went to the Navy. I was devastated. His father is still abusing me 27 years later. I'm like, I gotta speak up. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So exactly. You, there's a an old I think it's a pretty old book, but there's a book called Codependent No More. Have you read oh, that? Oh yeah, one? I got that book by okay. Mrs. Beattie. What's the one I don't by? know. I just know that that's the oh, one that well, everybody Well, I borrowed one from my to. excellent therapist that the insurance doesn't want to pay for because <laughs> she's a master's PhD, and I'm like crying. I need a master's. I right. am not a. I am not a little gadget. I am a huge machine, and my life is very complex. I know you don't believe this because I look like a, a little turkey bird or something, you know, but I am not a little chickadee. I'm I, I'm a, a person. I'm a computer. You know, right. I'm not even a person. I'm a computer or something because I don't feel like I'm part of this world either. I'm definitely not from here. Well, and you know, there's a lot of us feeling that way. You're definitely not alone in that one, trying to figure I out. I know. I just realized that, too, that I'm not alone. You know? Oh, you're not uh-huh. alone, definitely. So, yeah. So what is but it I am that in a way. you? What is it uh-huh. that has kept you from making the changes over the years? Being ignorant of the dynamics of the relationships I was in because of my childhood. Okay. Yeah. So just the identification of things. So for yeah. a lot of us, that that's a big part of it, you know. And I mean, then we I'd be somewhere that, how today. How do we even do it? You know. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So. How do you do that? I mean, if you're like in the dark and you're trying to make a breakthrough for people that are in the dark and haven't made a breakthrough. I mean, I just made a breakthrough today. I've been making right. breakthroughs all weekend, you know. Well, well here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you, because um, I'm an angel communicator, and so your angels are talking pretty mm-hmm. openly. And so yeah. what I'm hearing yeah. from your angels is, <clears throat> is that the first thing you have to do in order to make your way out, is let go of the expectations you had, whether you knew oh, you had them or not. Yeah, yes, so exactly. Identifying, uh-huh. identifying the things where you are caught up in the expectations of how things should be, how they should have been, how somebody else should be acting. It's not at all about any of those expectations. It's about moving towards the things that make you feel better moving towards the things that help you with your health because they are saying that your health is a real issue and that it's important for you to do what what it takes and understand that making those moves and making those shifts is going to take just one step at a time, forward motion, all the time. Be moving. You're never moving away from something. You're moving towards something is what they're saying. 
Yeah, and so that's but one way to gauge and let go of the expectations of how somebody should have treated you, how things exactly. should have been. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. that's what your angels are yeah. telling. You to share yeah. Yeah, they're you. reminding me. They're Absolutely. reminding me because I have to constantly be reminding myself because I don't want to break the pattern because you have to reprogram your brain. So mm-hmm. the more reminders you get in a positive manner, I mean that is so important. I mean, I finally made breakthroughs just because I did listen to and trust the the a lot of the psychics on Blog Talk. Nice. I mean, Very yeah, nice. I've been calling for like four or five years already. I'm so right. grateful for these shows. That's fabulous. That's so good to hear. Oh my God, I am so happy because <laughs> I would go in the extreme debt calling Keen and all those right. lines and right. not getting enough information or I'd call being devastated while the psychic's devastated too. <laughs> you right. know, I'm like, right. I'm like, we're both devastated, but I'm paying you how much a minute? Right. But, you know, yeah. I had fun talking. I liked them so much. I, I couldn't stop calling. I wanted to call more and more. And now that I finally got good ethical psychics that mm-hmm. I can call and have a mini reading or even talk about stuff because I don't have my psychic friends around anymore. Right. I am so grateful. Mm-hmm. Well, And I'm glad to hear that other people are. Is, yeah, I'm glad um, to hear other that other people, people are, are like you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I, I find what's happening with the shifts that are going on is the codependency thing was very, very prominent. A lot of... Uh, percent of women, especially, but men too, fell into that. And black people, and and racism, and bigots, and 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 you know, bigots and narcissists, and well, and the thing is that it's all changing now because the frequency uh and the consciousness is changing. I'm so glad. So it's it's creating this need for people to look at things and and face that change, and that's probably one of the reasons we're doing this show today. Because and give people hope that things are changing. Oh, things are definitely changing. <laughs> I know. I, just, I mean, like, in a I very can't good feel way. them enough. I can't changing. feel them enough. I just right. can't feel them enough. Uh huh. I want them well, to change so bad. Do, I've been, you know, people need to realize that there is this whole angelic realm, and there's in the angelic realm, there's many different levels of angelic mm-hmm. beings that are mm-hmm. there to assist, and mm-hmm. it's their pleasure to assist us with this change. Right. So I think They'd like what, us to ask them for assistance. We have right. to ask them. They like to ask us. They like to help us. That's their job. Right. Well, and it's it's not only their because, job. It's not like, oh, yeah. gosh, I have to it's go not to work a job. Now, whatever time. Yeah. It's but what it's they like love a to mentoring do. thing. Yeah, it's what they love to do. It's their purpose because right. when it the gives earth... Them a sense of when, fulfillment. Yeah, and I listened to another program when the earth transcends, it affects the whole entire cosmos. It sure does. The whole entire cosmos. So it's not that they're just helping you because you're so selfish. It's because they're helping (laughs) you because, you know. It raises the whole consciousness and it helps everything. uh, Yeah, and we're all part of one anyway. Right. So who exactly. if you're helping somebody, you're helping yourself. If that person isn't a sociopath or a, a narcissist, <laughs> if you give them a ride home from the from the food bank, then they pull a switchblade on you. Well, and it's listening to when sometimes we can just send love and light to somebody and 
Oh my know? God! I so know. I it's just not have always to do without that. getting involved. So right. Um, I know. Like go ahead and. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I know. I'm too excited. Over. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're, you're awesome. And just remember oh, that you. it's the identifying and staying away from the expectations and, and uh-huh. it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up, thank you so. for the reminder. Mm-hmm. Thank All right. you. All right. Thanks for calling <laughs> in. And thanks okay, for listening. Thank you for having your show. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So, you know, she brings up a lot of good points. So in, that's something that... Uh, that I would like to actually address is the codependency thing is something that really came about as um, really got to be very big as there was all this shift again in the 70s and, and through the 80s and that kind of thing. There's so much shift in the roles and in the positions and parts that we play in each other's lives as um, you know the women's movement and all of that stuff and men becoming more sensitive and everybody shifting up the roles um, it actually created a whole lot of codependence or codependency, excuse me. And so there have been bunches of programs on it. There have been bunches of, you know, stop being codependent, are you codependent, all kinds of it. It's just a huge market now. And the reality is that <clears throat> um, as this change in consciousness is occurring on planet Earth, um, these things are being forced to the top. So people who didn't even realize they were codependent because it's been that way for the last two generations or so, um, it's coming. It, all this stuff is just being forced up to the top as we're clearing the muddy waters of what's been happening on planet Earth over you know however long now. And so all of these concepts that are no longer serving us are rising up to the top. And one of the things that's happening is it's creating a lot of anxiety, it's creating a lot of fear, it's creating a lot of anger and tension and frustration. And and so though it may have been started two generations ago and moved down, we're now here and those generations are, are gone in most cases and, and we're here left dealing with it, trying to figure out, well, now how do I change my entire being and the entire way of that have been taught to be because it's not like we just became codependent in most cases. It's that that was instilled in us when we were very, very young and then we have attracted those situations that reinforces that because that's what we saw as normal or good or healthy or helpful, that kind of thing. And so we've been pursuing this path thinking we were doing the right thing and becoming grown-ups and women and men and whatnot when really we were just... uh, taking those granules of misconceptions that were sort of handed over to us by the last generation and expanding upon them, thinking we're moving forward, and now we have to look at it and go, oh, crap. Okay, this is destroying my life. It's all I've ever known, and so now I have to change everything. And so there can be a little bit of a, like, WTF, you know? How do you do that? And so um, we're we're really being forced to look at and shift these these concepts. And so there's so much change going on on planet Earth right now. And, you know, what I find is some people um, really get into all of the distractions of life. So you become more codependent or you become more um, into all of the things that are like spreading yourself so thin, like, um, a lot of people just really throw themselves into work or throw themselves into sports or throw themselves into uh, whatever it may be that occupy video games, 
conversations on your phone, Twitter. Now we've got Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff. All these distractions that can take your mind away from looking at the stuff that needs to be dealt with. And so this is a world where the change is being forced upon us because the entire planet is changing. If you look at the planet itself, <clears throat> the the earthquakes, the earth changes, all this stuff that's happening, the volcanoes, or whatever, all these different things, new things blossoming, new animals coming about. They just sound like a new species over in one of the rainforests. Like there's some bear cat or something kind of cool. But So there's all these new things. The change is happening, it's happening, it's happening faster and faster and faster. So either we jump into it or we really distract ourselves and stay away from it, you know, or we just kind of sit in fear going, well, I don't even know what to do. I can't even look at this. I don't know. I'm just going to stay exactly how I am, you know. And so it's identifying what is your tendency when it comes to change and identifying how happy you are with that and how, you know, would you rather change that? (laughs) Would you rather change your look on change? (laughs) And, you know, allow... Because it's a flowing of energy. It's a bubbling up of energy. It's kind of like you're taking hydrogen peroxide. Sometimes I tell people it's like it's like spiritual hydrogen peroxide. You've got this energetic bubbling going on, just kind of clearing your spirit and your vibration of all this stuff that doesn't fit and doesn't serve you. Just like when you pour hydrogen peroxide in something and it bubbles all the stuff that doesn't belong there away. That's kind of what's happening right now. So as the earth is going through all these changes, we have to realize that we live upon the earth. We live in that atmosphere. And so the exact same changes are happening within us. And so that's basically what's happening is the the concepts that no longer serve us are bubbling up and we're having to deal with it and it's creating a forceful change. So are you going to allow this flow of energy, it's actually kind of a good thing. The energy is flowing, it's changing, and and it's allowing this uh, this release of stuff that doesn't serve us anymore. And so are you going to fight that and resist it and just try to hold everything in place so that the world is the same as you expect it to be? And again, we come back to the expectations. A lot of different shows with a lot of different topics, we come back to that expectation thing if you can let go of what you expected things to be like or you expect things to be like in the future and you can just allow them to be the splendor that they can be, then it goes a lot easier because the change is going to happen. So you're going to have to deal with it one way or another. Even if you're not dealing with change, if you're resisting it, resisting it and holding everything in place, you're still dealing with it because you're choosing not to deal with it. You're choosing not to allow it to flow, so you have to deal with the fact that it's there and festering. So when we get to some of the other people who, you know, one of the other tendencies is to just dive into change. And so they don't even think about it. And so I do work with some people who just, you know, on a whim, they get an inspiration for something or they see somebody else doing something and they okay, so basically they're feeling their life isn't working for them. And so they just jump into anything that comes along and they just force the change, whether it's their change or not. So then they just have this this pattern of never actually, still, again, never dealing with their change. You know, change is not, 
it's not just a, a blanket thing that's the same for everybody. Whatever is bubbling up inside of you, whatever concepts are no longer working, whatever steps along your path are presenting themselves, it's different for everybody. And so it also doesn't necessarily serve you to change just for change's sake. So, you know, you'll have these people who just are very restless and very ill at ease with what's going on in their lives. And so they just kind of take on, oh, okay, you know what, this person is doing that. I think I'm going to do that and see how that works. And and then, you know, maybe they're not so happy with that. And so they go, oh, well, this other person over here, and they're just kind of very flitty and they never really think things through. They never really stop to ask and center themselves. And, you know, is this is this the direction for me to change into, you know? So they just kind of hop from place to place, and that's their their version of not actually dealing with their own change because in doing so, they don't ever actually have to look at their own stuff because they're just changing via other people's stuff. They're just piggybacking other people's change instead of actually focusing on their own. So we're coming to a time when um, it's really important for us to we have to we have to set aside a little bit of time here and there to center ourselves and just sort of allow the other energy that doesn't belong to us, whether it's other people, electromagnetic stuff, um, souls around us, whatever it is, just allow that other energy to just kind of dissipate. To I, a lot of times, I just see it go down into Mother Earth. I send it with love and attention, and so that she can use it for a healthy reason, and uh, and just let it go because it's not mine. I'm very empathic, so I pick up a lot of the earth energy. I pick up the energy from the people around us, and um, even like the microwaves and cell phones and that kind of stuff, still it, it really affects my energy. So for me, it's important to take a little bit of time every day, and, and a little bit, I mean five or ten minutes is fine. Five or ten minutes will do a big job for you if it's consistent because you're showing up for spirit. You're saying, I want to make some changes. Will you help me? And you're showing up to make those changes. So <clears throat> if we can release the energy that is not ours, it's much easier to identify what it is we need to work on, what it is we have going for us. We can identify the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful, and the, and the splendid, and the etheric, and the magical, you know, so identifying how we handle change is kind of important. And like I started the show with all of these different things that I have going on, I found that, you know, it was good, it was good, it was good. And then I added this one last thing and then, bam, came the anxiety. And so as I sat today, <coughs> excuse me, as I sat today in meditation, uh, with my angels, and, and I, I call in some of the archangels, and we chat, you know, and I uh, get some guidance on direction that I need to go to be of service to you all and everybody else that that I'm maybe meant to cross paths with, and that's kind of my my purpose in life. That's what brings me fulfillment. And so I talk to them every day. What do I need to do to make this happen? And and so they showed me that, you know, I'm I'm good to a certain extent with change, but but there's that that wall or that line where it goes beyond what I'm used to. And I know that I'm here to reach a lot of people. 
I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just showing up, you know, and uh, and and just letting it flow. And and so I'm finding that as I do this year after year, <clears throat> there are um, more and more things being provided for me to reach people with. And so I know that what I was shown and what I felt before, the reason the anxiety is behind this next move is that by going down and spending time at the center and just being there for the next couple of months, um, it's that's the step over the line. You know, okay, so I've got this line. I go up to this line with my change and everything's good and life is still as I know it. I'm expanding a little bit, but there's that line. And, and so in in making this commitment and showing up to that degree and making that big a sacrifice, because it is a sacrifice. I'm going to be living in a tiny little studio kind of thing and uh, and not in my beautiful fairy forest, in my beautiful house that I love so much. And, you know, so it's a definite it's a definite shift, but it's what I need to do to go to the next level, whatever that level is. I don't even know what that level is. But I know that that's what I'm drawn to do. So they showed me that I'm, in fact, stepping over this line that has always kind of been my boundary. And I have no idea what's on the other side. And so, of course, there's anxiety because... I'm not able <coughs> I'm not able to connect with the energy on that side. I'm flying completely blind and so they they were explaining to me that sometimes when we're dealing with change um it's that we have that line. We all have that line of comfort, you know? And when we extend ourselves past that line, we're unable to connect with that energy because we can't even conceive of what that energy is. We've never been past that line. And so in doing so, it creates this anxiety, and it's only anxiety because we term it as anxiety. What it is, in fact, is our energy reaching out, sort of if you can envision, you know, you're walking through a room and somebody just turns off all the lights, and you suddenly start reaching out trying to find a, you know, okay, I don't want to bump into a wall, let me just find something solid, and you kind of start reaching out in front of you, trying to find that solid something or make sure you don't bump into things. So they showed me that that's what this feeling that I identify as anxiety is. It's my energy reaching out past that line, kind of going, okay, is there land here? You know, am I going off a cliff? (laughs) What am I doing? What's past this line? I don't have a clue. And so my energy is just kind of really um, in an excited manner. I won't say frantically because it doesn't feel frantic but it does feel like oh crap we better make connection with something on the other side of that line so that then I can it can almost help pull me over that line once I make the connection with whatever it is on the other side of that line of my line of comfort it can help then pull me over that line in more comfort so if we can see this anxiety that we often feel about change as exactly that, our energy reaching out to find something to hold on to, then we can more easily go, okay, let me find something to connect with on the other side of that line of change. Let me find something I can enjoy or feel feel comfortable with. You know, in a lot of cases, it's, okay, we're making a move to a new place or we're starting a new job or we're getting into a new relationship, whatever it might be, or out of a relationship and starting a new life. Whatever it might be, if we can find a few things, a few people to connect with, then our energy has a place to land. It's not just 
It's not just spouting over this line in this endless search of someplace to land. <clears throat> and the more we find something to connect with energetically that's over that line of comfort that's on the other side, granted, we're not necessarily comfortable with it, but we at least know there's something there. And it allows us to move towards something. So it's important for us to do that however it is that you deal with change. And it's very important to understand how you deal with change. Are you afraid of it? Do you avoid it at all costs? Do you do you end up throwing yourselves into distractions? I know some people who, you know, well, I'll I'll deal with that tomorrow. Right now I'm going to go see a movie or I'm going to sit down and watch TV or I'm going to go on Facebook or and they avoid the the change process <clears throat> by just not looking at it. You know, if you don't look at it, it'll just go away, right? And so <clears throat> there's, you know, that tendency. Some people thrive on change. Some people are incredibly um, connected to the energy of change. And so I'm hoping I didn't lose you guys. My my computer says reconnecting servers, so I'm hoping that I'm not just talking into thin air. Uh, but we'll continue and hope for the best. So <clears throat> um, the people who thrive on this change are ones who really seek out change almost like a um, you know, some people go skydiving. Some people are just thrill seekers. Some people are change seekers. And it's not necessarily the form of, <clears throat> of uh, like I was talking about before, who just go with anybody else's change or whatever. These are people who identify their change. They, um, they identify the directions they would move in, and they just kind of like stormtroopers go through it and keep moving through these different changes. And, uh, and so it's... That's kind of a, a very healthy manner of it, although they do sometimes force it because there needs to, they see that there needs to constantly be change in their life, which means they're not necessarily happy with just being where they are either. And so we want to identify, you know, are we, are we good where we are when we're meant to be there? You know, again, you don't want to change just for change's sake in most cases. Sometimes, like the caller that we had, um, sometimes it's important to, uh, you know, if you're in a situation and you know that there are changes that need to be made um, and you don't know what they are, then sometimes it's good just to make changes in order to get that ball rolling. It kind of tells spirit, it tells your inner being, it tells your subconscious, you know what, I know I've been afraid of change before, but I'm ready now. And so making changes even just in things like your diet, in the places you go, that's a big one. If you can just make a change in the places that you go, it makes all the difference in the world. You know, if you typically go one place for coffee, go someplace else. Or if there is no other choice and that's really where you need to go, then just shift up what you order. Shift up the times you go there. Start creating change in whatever small ways you can. And this lets your inner being know. It lets it works with your cellular memory, which is powerful. If you work with your cellular memory, your unconscious, your conscious, the angels around you, the different things in the universe that back you, if you can show them, okay, I'm I'm taking the changes that I know how to make, and you allow them to be made, then the bigger changes can come along. So we have another caller who'd like to speak. So area code five zero five. I'm going to go ahead and pull you over, please. Tell us your name and let us know why you're calling. Hi. 
My name is Janet. Good morning. Good morning. So um, what can I do for you today? I'm not sure. Um, I am learning in this realm of mine, and I'm, I don't know which direction to go into. I've, I'm learning a lot of things at one time. Okay. And it, I could, I'm being told I could go, I should be an empath. Others are, you know, teaching me the ropes of psychic and using my third eye. And I read your little um, statement representing you, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe this is a source to go to. Nice. Just, just, well, just get a feel to what you can tell me. Okay. Well, first I can tell you that um, it sounds like you've got a lot of different input coming from a lot of different people with different perspectives. Yes. And so, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my allergies and bottom line are out is, of control. It's not my choice, correct? Correct. And that's actually okay. what I was going to go to next is it sounds like you've got a lot of different input, which, you know, and I work in Sedona, so of, there's, there's just so many different people saying that they all have the truth and they all have the right answers and, and that's very common for for everything out there. So what what's very important is for us to find somebody we resonate with and uh, that we resonate with what they're saying and teaching and understand that only part of what they're teaching is actually going to work for us. And we that take I it got. Work. Okay, good. That I and, totally then, understand. and you leave the rest, you know. Um, yes. I do feel like you probably are very empathic which is just there are four different gifts of perception, and empathy is one of the four. And uh, we all actually have all four gifts within us. We're just better at some than others. And so, um, you know, you. the first thing I always do is I connect people with their angels. Because once you're connected with your angels, and it's not astral plane beings, it's angelic realm, you have a team of guardian angels, once you're connected with them, then you can really clarify uh, whether somebody that you're working with is, is the right person for you or not. So um, I am connected with my angels. Good, uh, good. Raphael has been with me. Uh, I can't even pronounce four of their names. Um, Raphael, Gabriel, um, yes, they have been there. And I was told actually last night, which I know I have them at my Beckham call all the time, but I was told last night I have so many of them surrounding me and protecting me from negativity, because, I guess because I'm not either protecting myself completely or I get absent-minded and don't think of it before I start doing something mm-hmm. because I'm so excited about doing it. <laughs> right. Well, that's fabulous. We like the excitement. That's good. That's good. I love it. And I you do, know, I our actually, night. Our, our, I usually to. our team of angels, um, our team of angels that that actually is with us our whole lives typically are not archangels. You typically have a whole team that that is with you that is an archangel level. Now, a lot of us do have the archangels with us as well, oh, but okay. you probably have a whole other team that is just really there for you. The archangel energy is kind of widespread. And then you'll have a team of angels that really focus on you specifically in this oh. lifetime. And so that's I do a class called Angel Meet and Greet, and uh, 
through it. It's a four-hour workshop. I call it a wonder shop, not a workshop, because it's fun, it's interactive, it's fabulous. And and by the end of that class, you're actually meeting each one of them, interacting with each one of them, learning how to get yes and no answers and how to get messages from them and that kind of thing so that when you leave, you have a lifetime connection with them that you are aware of. Because there's always been the connection. They've always been there, but we're not we're not taught you know, how to connect with them and how to communicate and just have a good relationship with them. And so that's kind of an important thing for us to learn. So um, you do have this, yeah, you have a whole other level that's not even Archangel level. And so it's, oh. they, they really get to be your best friends through life. And it's a shame that most of us don't even realize they're actually there. <laughs> so. You're the first person that I have spoke with, and I have been on this blog trying to to take in everything I can learn for the last six weeks. Oh, well, the that's first wonderful that, have, that you're wanting to learn. Yeah, oh, yes. I I want, I had actually, unknowingly, knew, uh, I knew things, I help people, I help, I help heal them. Mm-hmm. They came to me for advice and comfort, and right. I would always find myself saying the things that really help them, and so I just did it without ever protecting myself. And never right. Well, and that can be a little any... dicey. That can be a little dicey because you can, especially as an empath, because you can take on a lot of um, a lot of their stuff without knowing it. And so it it can affect. But I didn't know. You know. I didn't know I was in this this realm. Right. I just took this like, okay, well, this is what I do for people, and I want to help people. Mm-hmm. So I did it. Right. And that never right, and that's wonderful. Any... So Clearly that's part of why you're here, you know. But never protected. <laughs> well, and so you probably do have angels that kind of know that about you. And, and you know, the thing is that we set up with our angels an agreement. Um, you know, I, I was told in a reading recently, I have I have one specific reader that I go to um, just once in a while, not very often, maybe once every year and a half, two years or so to get a little a little clarity, and uh, and so he, he channels your guardian angels. And so um, so I was, uh, you know, I was working with him. Oh, I totally lost where I was going now. Holy moly, I think I caught your thing. <laughs> that I distraction. You did. <laughs> Calm me down. Help me it completely, turn this It just off. completely went away. Wow. So I have no idea where I was going with that. We'll just leave it alone. There was some uh, point. You brought up a good word, guardian angels. It's weird because yesterday I used that term when I was crying, and I usually talk to the archangels. I thought the right. arch- and then I thought the archangels are the same as the guardian angels, but it came out of my mouth yesterday, guardian angels, and now I'm here talking right. to you about it. Right. Yep. You were Those talking are... about yourself getting a little clearing to your psychic. Yeah, you know, I have no idea where I was going with it. I guess it wasn't important. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I see from your area code, that's a New Mexico area code, correct? Are you? Yeah, we're you neighbors. Okay, fabulous. Well, so just so you know, if you ever want to experience the angel meet and greet, I do them in Sedona, and I also may be coming to New Mexico at some point. I have some people there that would like me to come there, but uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure when that might happen. But if you ever you know, decide you'd like to experience it, you know, let us know at sacredlightofsedona.com. Um, or just call, you know, you can call us or, or online or whatever and let us know. Remind me that I talked to you on the show. 
And, um, you know, and we basically what we do is we set them up around people when they want to come. So you don't have to wait for one to be scheduled. Because Sedona is such a, a touristy place, we um, we do them around people's schedules as well as setting them up. So, um, Sweetheart, it's going to depend a lot on the card. We don't well, that's okay. I'm just I'm just going ahead and putting that out there, you know. Okay. So I do need to go ahead and get back to um, our topic real <laughs> quickly, and then we're going to do our closing meditation. I try to always do a closing meditation so you guys get left with a nice centered feeling. And um, yeah. so we want to make sure we do that. My name is Truth. Truth Light. So it was Truth given to light. me in... In the conclusion of my vision quest, I was given the name Truth, and uh, so I've like chosen that. to go by it. So it fits, <laughs> sometimes too I, well. <laughs> that's okay. I, I like the feel of you, and um, I'm glad I came to you. I'm so glad, too. I hope you'll join us again. And uh, yeah, I will. just you know, Just keep talking to those angels that are, that are yours. They're your best friends, and they're amazing. They're so much fun. They really are. So Yeah, they do. Gabriel laughed at me because them. he goes he tells me, You thought you were at Heaven's Gate the other day and I was, <laughs> and he, he laughed when he of course a psychic told me this. He goes, Yeah, mm-hmm. she thought she was at Heaven's Gate and he just huh. laughed. So nice. anyway, well, thank you, Truth. All right, thank you. And you have a great day. You too. Right. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, so we're gonna just wrap up a little bit by saying um, that what we want to do as far as change goes is identify, first of all, how do we react to change? How do we view it? Do we distract ourselves via all of the Internet stuff, all of the TV shows, going to see movies, hanging out with friends? Do we at all costs avoid the thought of change and focusing on it and dealing with it? Do we jump into it just to get away from where we are, which is kind of what we're talking about with the people who just take change here, there, and everywhere, and and it's more about getting away from where they are rather than going to something? Do we have this feeling of anxiety, which really, as I've been shown today in meditation by spirit, is our soul or our energy reaching out for some sort of stability in in the direction that we're heading so that we can land there and pull the rest of us over. Um, how is it that we deal with it? You know, and how is it that we allow it in our lives or disallow it in our lives? And and really becoming um, aware of when change is coming and how we would like to handle it and how we would like to pursue it. And so really focusing on this because this is a part of the raising consciousness. You can't have a rise in consciousness and not have change. <laughs> if you look around at our world, there is so much change happening right now. And so we really want to embrace this as as beings who are here on a show like this. If you were attracted to a show like this, you're someone who wants to embrace change because you're you're seeking out shows that talk about things like this. So making time for yourself and your angels, yourself and the universe and just it doesn't matter if it's five or ten minutes. Just do it every day. Show up for that five or ten minutes every single day. It's important. If it's longer, great, but it doesn't have to be. People who say, I don't have time to med- meditate, are thinking that it has to be a half hour, an hour, or two hours. No, five or ten minutes every day. 
It's not a big deal. You can do, excuse me, boss, I'm going to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom for five minutes and meditate. It's not that big a deal to do, but it is a big deal if you don't do it. So I'm just going to have to say that and leave you with that. And we're going to go ahead and just do a brief little meditation. It'll just be probably five minutes. <laughs> Maybe we have about seven minutes left, so we'll take up the majority of that. And you can see how effective it can be. So what I'm going to ask is that as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, I have to do the little disclaimer. If you would just make yourself comfortable wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't have to be a sacred space. You're there. That makes it a sacred space. Just relax. Sit back. Lay down. Whatever feels good to you. And just take about three deep cleansing breaths and just become aware of your breath. We feel the in. We feel the release. And as we breathe in, we feel the energy moving in through our, our energy centers, through our chakras. doesn't matter if you understand what they are or not. They're there, and you're energizing them. So just relax. Leave the analytical mind behind. Feel that energy becoming enlivened within your soul, within your soul, within your cells, within your the particles of energy. Another three breaths in and out. All of your awareness on your breath. And now we feel this beautiful light moving in through the very top of our head. And we realize that this light comes from creation that cord that they speak about in the different religions, that beautiful cord coming out of the top of our head and moving all the way up is like the umbilical cord to creation. It's with us always. It's energetic. It can never be severed. Sometimes we forget about it. But we bring our awareness up to this beautiful cord and we see the sparkling energy, this glowing energy moving up we allow our awareness to follow this beautiful winding, flowing cord all the way up to creation's light. Breathing. Allowing this energy to fill our entire energetic body, our physical body. We feel lighter as we move up this beautiful cord. And we now ask our our guardian angels, that team that's with us all through our lives, to come in close and just bring us up, up, up. We feel their beautiful wings, their beautiful energies carrying us up. And as we move up through and out of the atmosphere, moving up through the states of consciousness and out into this beautiful sense of creation, we're lighter. Our focus is with our angels in this beautiful space. And as we look around, we see that it's exactly as we would imagine perfection. It'll be different for everyone. And we embrace this beauty. We embrace this light. We embrace this joy. And we continue with the beautiful deep breaths up in our creation realm. We see our light and the light of creation almost pulsating as if it's a heartbeat. Slowly, 
beautifully, rhythmically. And we see this pulsation traveling down that silver cord and embodying our beautiful physical being, just keeping it healthy and raising the energy and imparting this beauty and this love that we're feeling down into all of the cells of our being, into our physicality, into the energy field around that physical body. And from this spot in creation with our angels, we bring our awareness now to all of the beauty, to all of the comfort, all of the joy, the unconditional love. And we look around and we see the other beings there enjoying their own state of beauty. They're, they may see it as a different as a different look because we all have our own opinion of beauty and perfection. But we see the other beings there with us enjoying this beautiful creation space. And we allow this love to move through all of creation. And as it moves through creation, we see it moving down to the earth, out to the other areas of the cosmos, through everything that has ever been created, this unconditional love that we feel, this perfection, this beauty, this compassion. As we breathe in and we breathe out and that pulsating, gently pulsating light continues, we see this feeding that compassion and that love that we send out, the harmony, clarity. We see it circle the earth and move down into the earth all the way down to the core, helping her, easing her, loving her. We see it balancing the water molecules in, on, and around Mother Earth. We see it move to any areas that may be hot spots on the earth, and we don't have to think about it. We just allow this energy to go where the love is needed, where the balance is needed. And we do think of the people who have called into the show and who've listened to the show, who may need some extra love and compassion and we allow it to flow to them and the areas that they may be in. And we ask that this this love and this compassion go where the angels feel it's best for it to go. And we ask for them to join in this sending of love and compassion and harmony. And we feel this pulsating light circling the earth and all the other areas in the cosmos that are too big for us to even understand. And we thank our angels for assisting, and we call our energy back in, and we take one last breath in this beautiful perfection space. And we bring our awareness now back to that silver cord, and we ever so gently slide back down our own silver cord into our physical body, bringing that love and harmony We take some nice deep breaths. We relax. We wiggle our toes and fingers. And when you're ready, we open our eyes. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're having a wonderful week this week. And uh, you can find me at mysticaltruth.com or sacredlightofsedona.com. And uh, I do phone readings, life coaching, pretty much anything you might need. And uh, I wish you all the best. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Remember, change is a beautiful thing. 
and anxiety is just your soul looking for some place to land in the future. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day.